Well, spelling that anything right with now. a K makes it kookier. Yeah. So. <laughs> like crazy with a K. Yeah. Oh, that's oh. slow your roll, man. <laughs> okay. I'm not ready for that. <laughs> yeah, maybe when you're a little older. <laughs> crazy with a K. I just Kool Aid. Kool Aid with a K. Kool Aid. That's. I mean, yeah. That's that's like kids marketing. Right? Yeah. It's like Kool Aid. Yeah. Like, oh, this is like from. You know, yeah. I mean, it's like. A, uh, well, no, kids are us. It's just. But the well, R is backwards. No, yeah, the big two. The two. Kid marketing is inserting K's for C's and adding Z's to the end of exactly. Yes. When, when I think of when I think of a, a, a C that is replaced with a K, I immediately picture some like young boy with like a flame button-up <laughs> shirt, yeah. spiked hair, and like glasses. Guy on. Fieri, <laughs> basically Guy Fieri, put some respect on his name. He's this, got a title. Except it's like Guy Fieri when he was like like ten, and he's like crossing his arms. Right. I mean, I do imagine that that's how Guy Fieri was from birth. Like he oh, came yeah. out with a flame shirt on, yeah, flame shirt, pair of jean shorts. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Ice tips. Right. <laughs> did did. Either did you, did any of you have uh, frosted tips ever? Or is that no, just God. my embarrassment? That's just <laughs> that was shame. Yeah. I did. I, oh, I had man. I had the short spiked hair with frosted tips. Wow! And I thought wow. it was like the coolest. No, but we ever. both had that like middle school like um, long hair. Like gross, the boys' hair. Oh, we're wearing it to the shoulders now for yeah. some reason. I, I had the like the like beaver haircut yeah. at the time, long, mm. but it was never like long to my shoulder. I I had the beaver haircut, but I specifically told my hairstylist I want the Zac Efron. Mm. Not, oh. the, not the Justin Did Bieber. Did he have long hair ever? No. He, no he, like, he, he, that was like that like, like basically oh, like that, a bowl. The swoop, you mean? The, the swoop, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was very cool. Yeah, I went back to the long hair too. That's my, so you can be forgiven, Jack, because I, it happens to all of us at least once. I <laughs> voluntarily went back to that look when I was an adult. <laughs> I did too. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I cut my hair short when I was 13 and about to go into high school and I never went back and yeah. I've just, and I've been losing hair since then. So well, you used to have a, not a, a floof like I have now, but you had a little more of like a, like a, like a vertical floof. I had like a wave, yeah. you know, like a full, my hair used to be really like tall, you know, and like yeah. it, would, it would, if it grew, it would go like really tall and out, you know, and now it just yep. kind of is like, well, it doesn't grow. But <laughs> you look more, much more like business professional now, I think. I, I look like I've, uh, I, I have like a mortgage or something. <laughs> <laughs> like two kids at home. You look like you read the acorn on a daily basis. <laughs> <laughs> the acorn? Yeah, the local newspaper. You drive, you drive on the LA here. Times. <laughs> 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 so stupid. Um, was that the banter you were looking that, for? That's like a ten minute that's intro. Exactly <laughs> um, can you can you either um, lean lean in more or uh, or maybe move the mic closer? Or or maybe some it. combination of the move it a little closer. Uh, while we're dealing with these technical issues, uh, welcome to Lad Two Pod. Um, I am Lad Robert. I'm Lad Jack, and I'm Lad Jim. Uh, we are Lad Who Game. Lads Who Game. Yeah. And this is a Fuck. Lads Who Game podcast. <laughs> you tried so hard. Uh, <laughs> you tried so hard. I think it's because you try too hard. Well, you also a... pointed to Jimmy second. You were like, <laughs> right, okay, get the order right, man. Our fans are going to be confused if you start, they're going to be misplacing voices to names. Oh, I'm gonna, so confusing. Well, because, yeah, because like when I point, it's so 
prominent that you can you can see it. You right. know, what I mean, even if you're just listening, right. you can see exactly where I'm pointing. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm gonna try I'm gonna try it again with like a different sort of like flavor to it. If if I have both of your permissions, sure. Um, just tell me um, what flavor. Grapes. Spicy sour. I think it's more of like a you'll know it when you hear it. Kind okay. Of thing. Okay. Okay. Permission um, granted. Permission granted. Okay. Approved. Um. Uh. Welcome to Lads Who Pod. I'm Lad Robert. I'm Lad Jack. And I'm Lad Jimmy. And we are Lads Who Game. I don't think I know him. Permission revoked. <laughs> I, 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 I don't think I know who that is. Oh my god! Uh, the, the, it feels very. Can I speak to Robert? That, that's like, are you in there, bud? That's like that's like Radio Robert. I guess. Yeah, that, it feels very um like all right, like you know we're gonna keep your drive going smooth here. <laughs> like you know Radio Robert, hey, stay with us. Radio Robert, stay with us, and we'll take you back to a simpler time. You know, <laughs> like, yeah. what, like you know, like, there, there's um, there's a. Uh, I usually am listening to like my iPod when I'm in like the car or something like an iPod. My, I'm usually listening iPod. to music from my phone when I'm in the you car. Have a fucking time machine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can, we, can we start this episode? <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? When my cassette breaks, I usually <laughs> plug in my iPod. Um, and and but, but but sometimes if I like don't feel like hooking something up or being indecisive, there's uh, there's like a jazz radio station that plays mm-hmm. it, that is like the only like radio I listen to. Uh, but one of the, one of the guys who does the, like, I, I don't know, the, the DJ, basically the radio DJ, yeah. um, in the evening, he always talks about the music doing stuff to your ears. Like in a very what? weird way. He's like, this one will enter your ears in a great way. It's just like, kind of like really stereotypical. I, like, I, I like it's that. so gross. I want all of my music to enter my ears. <laughs> it's like, it's, it, it's way too like tangible. He talks about music. Like this yeah. music will get into you whether you like it or this music's gonna kiss you right on the mouth yeah <laughs> honestly that's like what it feels like sometimes it's gonna slip you some tongue that's why that's a riff baby that's, that's why jazz. that's what I, that's jazz baby yeah. <laughs> that's why we at the lads stick with our ipods usually yeah, we don't want to listen to that iPod. radio usually my uh u2 ipod video that i yeah. have is what's plugged in i, I plug in my zune and i just uh, yeah. and i go to town when your six disc cd changer breaks <laughs> did either of you guys have that i had that um cassette tape that you plug in that has an aux cord running out of it mm, i know yeah. exactly what you I, had I, for my old i car. loved those and i feel like at one point those got replaced by those um radio frequency changers yeah. but yeah. they plug never the, worked plug it into the cigarette lighter yeah yeah but those never worked no. and so Eventually, I had a car that didn't have a cassette like plug in or whatever, and I was so mad because it was like prior to like Bluetooth and it didn't have an aux, so there was really the only option I had was the radio like frequency yeah. changer, and that thing sucked. I hated it. It was ter- yeah. by the way, this conversation is how I'm like. I feel like all that's born in like kind of that cusp where it's like not sure if you're millennial, not sure if you're like yeah, Gen Z. The, um, this conversation is how I'm like no millennial. Like you know, <laughs> yeah. I guarantee you Gen Z and nobody Gen Z knows what we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> like especially with the cassette plug. And I, like, I think no one except the people born between like ninety two and ninety six. Right, it's, it's, like a, it's like a cusper <laughs> thing. Yeah, exactly. Even aux cords are no longer. No, a it's thing. not really a thing. Yeah, I feel like you're either doing Bluetooth or you're just plugging in using like an Apple, cord. like a phone charger. A phone charger. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, the, any any like audio device. 
that is like like headphones and stuff. A lot of them still yeah. use like aux. Yeah. I mean, they shut in, of course. I think you can. There are cars that still have it, but my car does not have an aux plug, and it's just iPhone my charger, my like truck USB. Aux. I yeah. used USB. Yeah. yeah, I don't Bluetooth. I don't like either in the radio. Like yeah. The, yeah. It just is the quality part. We're going to put a poll out on our Twitter later. Um, yeah. and let us know if you're in aux, a Bluetooth, or a radio a frequency, or, or a, a USB. USB. Yeah. yeah, and if you're using the radio s- frequency, what? Yeah. <laughs> or there's a fifth option, which is just sit in silence, which is... <laughs> don't admit Don't that. listen to this. Yeah. <laughs> this I, is not for you. I, I will admit that on some bad days, sometimes you're just like, I just need to like sit and contemplate my place. <laughs> like, not on a long drive, but like yeah. if it's just like, I just am driving to like the store for like five minutes or something, wow. you know? When I need to focus on a thought, when I need to yeah. internalize a thought about like what do I need to get at the store like you were saying or yeah. oh, right, I just right, had right. this conversation and I want to like replay it back in my mind and yeah. analyze it <laughs> there's uh, other work my brain needs to do on yeah. the drive yeah. it's the equivalent of like finding a parking spot and turning the, the sound down you're like I need to just focus <laughs> yeah. for the a music second. is too loud I can't think yeah, yeah well that's see. that's not silence because your thoughts are loud you know so that's 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 <laughs> yeah, a whole that's, way to that's true um anyways uh Welcome to this episode. Um, we uh, right now are in the middle of playing Disco Elysium, uh, which we uh, are enjoying, I think, yeah. uh, collectively. Well, obviously, there are more to come on that. But one thing that we did notice um, is that though this game was built in this particular like edition or whatever, it's called like the Final Cut, the final right? Cut, yeah. um, it's built specifically for like the PS5 and I think even the Xbox. Um, a lot of us have or a lot, a lot of us yeah. <laughs> people have been saying at least, <laughs> at least three shown, of us yeah. at least three of us have complained that it felt like the controls were or the game was so obviously designed to be played on a computer on a PC um, yeah so in console mode it really lacks the um, the point and click that you yeah. can feel the game is designed for on a PC where like you have a mouse and you can just click somewhere on the map and have your character walk there without having to like mm-hmm. think too hard or right and, and you know obviously we'll, we'll have more to talk about this when we end up uh, recording our episode for disco but it really just kind of got us thinking about PC games in general mm-hmm. um, I think Absolutely. And I think what's interesting, too, is like none of us are PC gamers mm-hmm. and haven't been for some time. Um, right. But it did make us feel a little, uh, I guess, nostalgic for our yeah. PC gaming uh, childhoods yeah. in a way. Well, and it also got us talking a lot about what makes a PC game good and why it's like certain things are suited for PC gaming more specifically. And yeah. Yeah, and then again, nostalgia. Just like thinking about, well, here's some examples and stuff. Right. Because really, when you when you think about it, while m- I would say most games these days are created for all platforms, um, a lot, and yeah, yeah, I, I'd say, could I say the vast majority of games? It's it's getting rarer to see a game that even if it comes out on one console to start, yeah. You can Google, like, for example, like Tunic on Xbox, which mm-hmm. is now coming to PS5 and PC, I think, or maybe mm-hmm. it was already on PC, but it's like. Or here's a better example. Fall Guys, when it came out, it was like only on like PS something and maybe PC. Yeah. And it's like, then everybody was, if you Googled Fall Guys, it would be like, when is Fall Guys coming to like Xbox? When is Fall yeah. Guys coming to Nintendo Switch? Like, yeah. When is it coming here? You know? Well, like, I guess like my thought is that there is a like blurring of lines these days between PC games and console games. Whereas yes. in the past, I think they were a little more clear cut. However, in playing certain games, I think what we're finding 
is that even though technically you can play a game now theor theoretically on any console of your choice, the games themselves still feel like there is clearly a divide between what is meant for a, a, a mouse and keyboard uh, and what is meant for a controller. Right. Um, and I think part of the reason for that is that, you know, like Xbox, obviously everything on Xbox is most likely going to be on PC, right? Because oh, Microsoft, right? right? That right. makes sense. Um, a, lot of the, a lot of the Switch games, like they're... If they're made by Nintendo, they're probably only going to be available on the Switch, right? Yeah, right. And Nintendo I think, is an island of its in and of itself. I yeah. think. I think like if a game is going to be on multiple platforms, it's going to be probably available on all of them. Yeah. But the problem is, is that you know a lot of these like systems. There's so many exclusives now because they're buying up all the studios that like yeah. make the games. But yeah, like to your point, like if a game is going to be available cross-platform, it's likely going to be able available on Steam, on Xbox, and PlayStation, yeah. Yeah. and Switch, and stuff. What like is that. interesting too, because I, I wonder how much this has to factor. Maybe this is more niche and just like a prism of my own experience, but. I started gaming on a PC at home as a kid. You know, I didn't have a system until I was like, like, or I guess a console would be the better word. I didn't have a console until I was like 12 or 13 at yeah. least, you know? So when I was like a little kid, it was like, you know, maybe I'd say like eight to, yeah, eight to 12 years old. Like mm -hmm. any games that I did were like computer games that I would play on like my mom's work computer. Yeah, the family computer. Like the family yeah. office computer, you yeah. know, that I was like allowed to install on this right computer. So it's like, and now I feel like consoles are m more common. Like, I, I don't know. know. I just feel like it was like rarer for me to, it was like a bigger deal to have a console at, at a certain point in time. Mm. I, I think like, Obviously, more households are going to have a computer than they are going to have a yeah. gaming console. Yeah. Right? Like, to, like whatever kind of computer it is, uh, I, would, I, don't, I don't know the exact numbers, but I imagine a majority of households have some sort of either, like, desktop or PC yeah, right. uh, or, you know, whatever, or laptop or whatever. Um, maybe not all with consoles. But, yeah, I mean, I think that, like, consoles definitely got cheaper, Right, as, yes, as yeah. the years went on relative to the cost. But also computers got cheaper, but the games have advanced in such a way that you kind of need a decent amount of power to play mm -hmm. like a AAA, like modern game. Mm -hmm. And most computers can't handle that. Like the, mm -hmm. the consoles are do a better job. While consoles will never beat like the power of like a good PC, they're unique in that like everything is like so compact and specifically designed for it that like they can play anything because like they'll yeah. be designed for that yeah. first. I don't know. I guess a better question is: Is there a game that are there games that are like that are not like smaller titles that are specifically designed for PC? Hmm. Well, I mean, are we going to open that up to like uh, MMORPGs and, and that's like where that? I feel like it lives is like things like um, more League like of Legends, World of Warcraft, World of Warcraft, right. you know, like those that's, are specifically but, PC. Yeah, and yeah. well, those are in I guess um, Valorant too yeah. is, is mm -hmm. like a specific to PC, but most of the time I feel like they're not right. Like if mm -hmm. you if you look at the games, other than maybe some of those like online titles mm -hmm. that are like always up for awards at the end of the year. Yeah. Those are console games, right? Yeah. Whereas like in the past, if you think of like the best games of like the early 2000s, stuff like that, those things were probably, you know, maybe designed with like PC in mind first, maybe. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think, again, I, I just wonder, I feel like the novelty of a console at a certain time was more, it was just like 
everybody had one desktop computer. Whereas I feel like nowadays too, a lot of households might have like a laptop, but that's not necessarily always going to be great for like heavy gaming. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I would agree. I think that yeah. consoles are definitely becoming like, if you, if you're a young kid and you want to get into gaming, chances are your parents are going to get you a console of some sort. They're not going to, you know, get you a gaming PC. Um, yeah, like a Switch is like $250, right, or something? Or is it still $300 all the way? Uh, I think the, I well, like the Switch Lite maybe. The Switch bucks. Lite is yeah. $200. Anyway, yeah, so it's, it's somewhere like, between like $300 and $500 for like most consoles. Yeah. And that's like, if you use that to get a computer, that computer's probably not running any games. No. Right, like what would it, I don't know what the like rough cost of like a good gaming PC is. Like if you were just buy one, you know? I think, I think it ranges, but yeah. maybe something that you could like qualify as like a gaming PC, you're probably looking... 1500 well, like low end maybe like 750 it's I feel still like but that's still like, significantly you get a uh, gaming pc for 750 well you if you like pick parts and you do it's not gonna run it's gonna high play settings. minesweeper and you know, solitaire and <laughs> like, 750 dollars to play solitaire <laughs> well that's i mean you can you can get something that's like it's it's running the game but it's not gonna run it on like max settings, yeah. right? Basically, like, I, w I just feel like that has been this like um, spectrum that has shifted where it's like in the past, it was like more expensive maybe to get like a console mm -hmm. for your kid or whatever. Whereas like, oh, well we already have a desktop computer for work and stuff, so run your games on that. Whereas now it just feels like this switch, you know, where now it just feels like the cheaper, more cost-effective option to get like a system, obviously. Yeah. To get a thing that performs well. Is yeah, like a console. console. Well, that's the the um, systems, the early, 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 like gaming consoles had a tough time working in uh, from Japan to the US because of that mm -hmm. same reason. Like computers were so expensive, everyone had a computer, or like the people that had a computer did not want to also spend the money on a gaming console, right? Right, yeah. and that's it's almost like the flip nowadays. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess we just wanted to to chat a little bit more about um, uh, PC games and yeah. like the, our history with them and and their impact. So, Jack, you said that you started as a PC gamer. That's I definitely remember a time in my life as a younger child where I would play PC games. Yeah on my family's, again, like, yeah. in the living room. Or like the in, computer room. The computer yeah. room, yeah. yeah for sure. And I would play, like, we talked about it briefly, but, like, Lego Island, you know, was, yeah. like, the, is really the first one that I can remember playing. Mm -hmm. And I don't think I... I think my first console ever was a GameCube. Um, and I think I got it when I was, like, 12 or 13. So, but there were... I was definitely playing computer games as, like, a seven, eight, nine-year-old. Yeah. So, several years, you know, I mean... Again, I think it was mostly like CD-ROMs. Yeah. You know, like based yeah, around totally. movies that were aimed for kids or, and this is a good segue into this. I mean, I have very strong memories of playing the Harry Potter PC games. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm trying to remember like the first video game I ever played or like the first yeah. games I ever played. And I do, I definitely <clears throat> had... Uh, uh, there was a computer that could play those games. I fondly remember yeah. the Harry Potter games. I fondly remember like the original Sims. Um, I definitely had SimCity. Those like um, like the putt putt goes to the zoo. Or, <laughs> yeah, like, those kind. Of, I, I feel like that. I definitely had like some floppy disks of like a putt putt game or something. Yeah, right. You know? Do you yeah. remember? Do you remember that um, there was a time when like like fast food chains would give 
games. Yeah. Whoa. Yes. Like yes, Burger yes. King had like I remember. Oh, Burger King had this Xbox game. I, I that was just was thinking the same thing. Pretty okay, I've played that within the last yeah. three years or so. My my friend RJ <laughs> has a copy of it. <laughs> friend RJ has a copy of it, and we played like Burger King. Um, it was there was a racing game, but there was like a. A little like battle game too, yeah. where you're like in car. It was like it played like a Mario Party right. mini game. Yeah, legitimately well, fun. Well, the the discs were like so cheap. Right. It was easy to just like throw. You know, make paid someone a paltry sum to probably <laughs> like slap a Burger King logo on something. But yeah, yeah, there was all those. So I mean, I guess in theory that might have been my first. I definitely had a PlayStation One. Mm -hmm. Which is like same. I mean, See, I had to go over to your house. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like PlayStation <laughs> One. I know this isn't exactly our topic, but PlayStation One with uh, a Spider-Man game. Yeah, that Ooh, was yeah. Very I had a, fun. I had a uh, Buzz Lightyear game for the PlayStation. Mm. Oh, I really liked. I was it Toy Story Two. Mm. I've never been specifically <laughs> Buzz, which is what I'm. I I know I've seen this, so but there is a, a Toy game Story that two game. Andy yeah. would have played this game <laughs> after seeing the movie. Do you understand how much different than right. the Toy Story movie? I understood. I just yeah. I just uh, want to clarify for everybody out there who's confused <laughs> <laughs> because it's like, wait, Lightyear's a toy, but he's also a character. What? <laughs> but like, I feel like until I got my the Xbox, mm -hmm. which was. Like, I think at that point, I probably, like, ditched, like, PC gaming other than online games, which mm -hmm. I'm sure we'll talk about in a yeah. little bit. But, like, like specific games that were not online, I feel like at the Xbox, point of the Xbox, I ditched the PC. But before that, yeah. my primary yeah. gaming console was the PC, and they were probably the better one to do that yeah. kind yeah. of stuff. Well, let me know what you guys think, because I, I feel like maybe the way to frame this is when I was a PC player, because I, I also think that... PC, uh, playing on a PC was the first uh, experience I had with video games. Yeah. I might have had a Game Boy Color before then, to be fully oh, honest. Oh, yeah. But I sure. definitely had a Game Boy. And handheld hand feels like a separate. Yeah. Spectrum. Oh, but that definitely counts as a game. No, no, no. Totally. But I feel like yeah. it feels like. But, but I, I'm thinking, like, when I when I think back on, like, my early games, and again, I fully agree, played the Harry Potters, played the Sims, played yeah. the whatever, but I didn't think of myself as a gamer, right? In the same right. way that when I got an Xbox, or excuse me, I had the PlayStation 1, I was just mentioning when I got a PlayStation 1, definitely when I got a PlayStation 2, I was a video game player. Mm. Whereas like the PC games was like, oh, I play with Legos, play with sticks in the backyard, and I play with the latest movie, uh, you know, video game on yeah. the family PC. That's interesting actually, because I definitely remember feeling, not like, I <laughs> feel like it's too young to feel like intrinsic shame, but <laughs> I definitely remember- Never too young. I definitely Never. remember playing the Harry Potter PC and the Sim game, the Sim City, I remember playing way too much. And like, it was mm -hmm. definitely like a conversation with my parents at the time where they were like, we're limiting your computer time, you know? Yeah. So I, I feel like that was the first time I remember being like, you know, now it's like as an adult, you have to like limit yourself. Yeah. You have I, to like put, you're like, okay, like time to go do something else, go mm. outside for a little bit. But now I, I, that I remember very distinctly feeling like, okay, like this is going to be a huge problem for the rest of my life. It's yeah. like I, I'm feeling addicted to gaming and like wanting yeah. to play games. I, like I actually think my first foray into addiction <laughs> was RuneScape. Yeah, uh, I am yeah, definitely still same. 
permanently banned from playing RuneScape by my mom. She'd never lifted the ban. Never lifted. Oh, Have you yeah. tried to appeal that in the years Well, since? I've just been doing it behind her back if I've ever played mm, since Careful, don't You're violating your hair. I would sneak on late. And I, I never was like, I mean, you know, I was. don't think I was like a quote-unquote like bad kid. I always had like pretty good grades. So it was, I don't know if it was like affecting anything necessarily other than maybe like my brain cells. Your social <laughs> Skills. Yeah. Brain cells and social. Although I did have a girlfriend in RuneScape, so my social skills apparently were pretty oh good. Uh, uh, I don't know if that is the if, if that's the burn you think it is. Yeah, I'm gonna, uh, gonna edit out any uh, dissent to that point. So <laughs> go ahead. So you want? What was her name? Yeah, what's this root? Oh, 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 does she play on another server? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I, 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 I don't got her. Okay, this is crazy, but there is uh, the only name that is coming to mind was a girlfriend that I had on a different game. Oh my <laughs> called, god! I, did you ever play? Um, I think I've talked about it with you before. Did you ever play? Um, Disney had an online game called Virtual Magic Kingdom. It was called like VSK. Toontown, and I was gonna be like, no, absolutely. No, no. I played Toontown. Toontown. I actually, I played a demo of Toontown, but mm -hmm. I never like played. Uh, Toontown's thing, but, good. But uh, there was a game that they had called VMK, which is basically like you create this character and you live in like the Disneyland theme park. Mm -hmm. It was fun. It was like super locked. Like you couldn't type numbers in well, the game. Like they wouldn't let you yeah. put numbers because they didn't want you to give like phone number or age. It was right, like right. super contract control. But anyways, I had a girlfriend in that game. But uh, I don't was, remember. This a, was this at the same time as your RuneScape girlfriend? No, no, yeah, no, no. of course. I, 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 was, like a, I was. I was. I was cool, but I wasn't like a bad. Boy, no man, you sound like a little PC Hugh Hefner a player. Right yeah, this uh, well, yeah. there. Okay, that type of culture is fascinating to yeah. me. Like this, um, because I definitely remember that being such a thing. I had a Club Penguin account and a RuneScape account. I don't remember it so much on RuneScape, but I do remember it in Club Penguin. Like people being like, basically like. A, Penguins walking around with like a harem, you know, of other penguins. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's very like, like it's just show off. It's like, oh, yeah. like I'm like the president of like this club. Like we're like this club where it's like, oh, I have like three club penguin girlfriends or yeah. whatever, I, you know? I, so I, in club penguin, um, I didn't have a girlfriend because even on a, a loser, uh, even on a virtual <laughs> no, penguin platform, the grind. <laughs> even on a virtual penguin platform, I didn't have any game, but, um, but my friend, our friend Garrett had a girlfriend. He did. Yeah, username I remember. <gasps> Shout out if you're listening. Blue Sodi. Whoa. Blue oh Sody. my god. Wait, this is coming back to me. Really, Blue Sodi. Yeah. Sody, yeah. Blue Sody. So Blue Sodi. Um, Garrett ended up stopping playing Club Penguin before I did. So it was just me and Blue Sodi hanging out. And it put me in a very awkward Whoa. situation, right? Oh my god. That's uh, like a wait, when when he stopped playing, did he like effectively? And the relationship, I, or did he or just is like, it like the type of thing where she agrees to like throw herself on a pyre? Like he, he logged off for remember. the last time. And that was yeah, it. I don't remember. All I know is real awkward because here I come, friend of your ex, and <laughs> it's weird. What play is this? This is like a one act. Like <laughs> it's, it's a little strange, but I, as far as I'm concerned, I just still want to be friends. Don't want to go and play the penguin games. Did you ever like make contact with this person outside of the game? So no, but what I do remember is. Is that I? This is gonna sound weird, but I'm gonna. It's gonna oh. be okay by the end of it. Oh, trust me. I figured out that she had to have been on the East Coast 
because we would talk about American Idol and she would tell me about the episode. <laughs> I fucking date the story. <laughs> Jesus Christ. She would tell me about the episode, Whoa. you know, before eight o'clock my time. East Coast. So I cleverly wow. discerned that she had to be on the East Coast at least. And then and I found all, her I IP address. Be, I think you should be using the pronoun she very loosely. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> but it was, it was, it was fun. That was, um, Actually, I have one other memory of an online friend that um, I am happy to recount that gave me my gamer tag that I still use today. Uh, but other than that, um, Blue Sodi was the only, I'm trying to think, only online friend I had that I like did talk to and kept up with on the game, but absolutely had no idea who they were in real life. I, right? I actually had a lot of those. Like, I mm. feel like I met a lot of people online mm -hmm. um, through various, like, multiplayer games that, like, when I logged on, yeah. I would be looking for them. I, I'd message them. None of them extended beyond the um Right, you didn't, like, game. send emails or anything. Which after. is, like, which is such a weird thing because if you look at any other, like, platform, like, yeah, like when you're on like a social media and you have like social media friends or like Tumblr friends or like whatever, like you're. First of all, I don't like the way you said Tumblr friends. Like yeah. there's a lot of hate in your voice. I, I looked right at you. I know. I and that. as someone whose Tumblr account is still technically active, <laughs> I really would like to uh, just say that I don't appreciate the disparagement. <laughs> I, uh. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, <laughs> I was like, Tumblr. Like, not worth it. Not even worth it. Tumblr pejorative. Yeah, yeah, Tumblr pejorative. Uh, absolutely. I, uh, I uh, like, if you, those online friends, yes, you're like inherently behind a layer of like anonymity yeah. just because like even if it's your profile like you know you're you can make shit up obviously but to an extent you're way more like public facing as like a person versus a character in a game yeah. right yeah. and so it's this weird thing i actually had a friend who um met someone on runescape we we, we had played runescape together he played with someone else and they became really good friends and they went on a like a road trip together in Whoa. real life. Like they met up like at Disneyland and like oh were God. friends. I've never been able to do that. Like I am a I, I've always said this like a joke about myself. I was like, I test better in the room. <laughs> I really I feel like I don't test well over text message, over mm -hmm. like I'm not good at <laughs> to use Shelby as an example. I texted her yesterday something and like it, the message came off completely wrong. <laughs> she was like apologizing to me like she thought I was like mad at her and I was like no I that's not what I meant at all. Like, I just don't translate uh, well. I, I heard this secondhand, and all I know I is that Jack, you must have been in the car. Jack texted Shelby and all I know is that it ended by both of them apologizing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like classic every time I get it it's like oh we're both apologizing by the end. But yeah I just feel like I a lot is lost in translation. I've never had I oh I would log on to play RuneScape Club Penguin with like you or like my sister yeah. mm -hmm. which is like by the way that's how cool I am but, you know, <laughs> it just is like I never made that jump and but I know people who have and I don't mm -hmm. know what I feel like I'm missing a gene like it I, doesn't well, work for me yeah I think I think if it'd be interesting not not that I want to do this experiment today <laughs> by any means but it would be interesting if we were to place ourselves in today's online market because it's yeah. so much easier um to make contact i feel like aside from social media which right. obviously creates an easy way to communicate it's designed with people. to contact right people. right but also i'm thinking maybe i'm i'm 
misunderstanding the service, but Discord, right? You could you could meet people. You could like meet someone online and then communicate via Discord. Dis- Discord's I've, like Slack. Well, like it's like a whole different thing. Discord has also gotten very interesting all of a sudden because it's now being treated. I just figured this out like a couple of weeks ago. It's being treated as kind of a social media platform yeah, as opposed to just, just being gaming. direct messaging yeah. or used for gaming or anything. It's like there are um, running Discord channels, particularly in writing communities, mm-hmm. like for like yeah. um, authors or like screenwriters or anything. It's like a really big thing to be like, oh, we have like a this type of writer's Discord channel that's just yeah. like always running. And there's yeah. like three moderators and like you can yeah. hop on whatever and talk to people. And it's like not just like, oh, I'm just talking to one person or whatever. And right. so yeah. that's become its own weird yeah. parasocial relationship. My, my friend started a Discord server for everyone to like go into. He's he's, he's the one yeah. that's like moving. He started a Discord oh, server yeah. and he's and he created the server and he has like different channels. Like here's for people to talk about like movies you're playing. Here's games you're playing, like random stuff, like whatever. Yeah. So it's, it's yeah. it feels like a completely different thing. But one thing that I'll say that's kind of interesting is like the the games that we're talking about right now they're very like text-based right like it's yeah. all all the conversations are like via text whereas like i also when i was playing online games like uh, on the console like halo or like whatever like i would use the chat function and i would like talk to people yeah. when i was younger now that i'm fucking muted 24 oh my god 7. i remember when we started playing um either knockout city or fall guys something not fall guys it must have been knockout city and i hopped on by myself one day and i was panicking because I got onto this team and they started talking to me and I was just like <laughs> trying to figure out how to mute myself on the headset you know I was like struggling with the buttons and they're like hey like you know insert my player name here like are you here like are you do you run a play yeah. and I'm just like fiddling with the headset like turning trying to figure out how to mute myself on the other end they were like <laughs> yeah literally they just hear like yeah that, breathing. Like, exactly oh God, oh God. I was just like shit <laughs> you know, I hate, I, it makes me so uncomfortable, but it is interesting because I do feel that there are some people who, and I don't mean this in a pejorative sense, no, no, no. but there are people who benefit from that a lot. Um, whereas I feel like some for people like me, it really, it's like feels more uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, um, do you guys remember, I never played this obviously cause I was like too young at the time, but do you guys remember this game second life? Yeah. Oh, there's an office episode. That's, yeah, that's yeah. like that's that like is like beyond hardly a game. No, you know? that's like, like but, that's meant for chatting. But it's weird how many people you would see these stories when that game was like at the peak of it, where it's like, I mean, that to your point, that is more social media than it is a game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's weird how many people had you'd find these stories of people who like lead like miserable lives. <laughs> you know, they're like, I am like a single, you know, whatever, and like I'm like in my like 40s or 50s like I've never been married like what and I'm sorry that I don't mean to sound like shit on people who are but I just mean like you know the, they there have was, like there a was a narrative about people like that in yes. the media that's whether m- that was true or not thank yeah. you that's more what I mean it's like there's this like idea of like these people who lead one life in real life and then have this like I'm a millionaire <laughs> I, yeah, like, I'm a, right right but like, I'm like a millionaire and yeah. I have like five girlfriends and it's like all yeah. it's like these sort of like it's like wish fulfillment fantasy of like, this is what I wish my life was like. And, but it's amazing how just by virtue of being in a game platform, it's like these people are all of a sudden like social wizards, you know? I I think that like those kind of games like benefit, like when I was playing them, like younger, I was playing a lot of like multiplayer games. It's because it was cooperative, right? Like you're in a team. And so there's a strategy and advantage to chatting with your teammates. I I guess I just don't like play those kind of games anymore as much, or at least in that same way. Like if I'm playing like a co-op kind of thing, I'm playing with, like probably you two or, yeah, or yeah. some other and so then the chat's obviously on but I feel like if I were to play games like that I, I totally get the advantage of that it's also just like 
I don't know. It's it's, it's embarrassing. I or I feel embarrassed. I don't think it is embarrassing. I feel embarrassed Me too. for some yeah. reason. Yeah. And when I was younger, and I I didn't. And I guess that's kind of just kind of the thing, right? Like yeah. kids when they're younger, it's yeah. they just like walk up to someone and say like, "Hello," like, "Yeah." You know, nice I also to meet think you that like there's something to be said for the fact that when you're a kid. You know, your life is very limited. Yeah. You know, you're like, you you're go to fucking sc- idiot. <laughs> Loser. <laughs> it's like you go to school, you come home, you do your work, you're like at mm. the sort of, you know, you're beholden yeah. to your parents, whatever. And if you're on these games, it's sort of like your window to like microdosing like adult life in a yeah, way where it's totally. like, oh, I can just meet people and just. You're talk. independent. You're online, independent. You know, yeah. you're not being monitored. And I, but I feel like as an adult, as you get older, your tendency, at least for me personally, I tend to feel over socialized and over mm-hmm. yeah, totally. exposed where I just feel yeah. like I'm tired of meeting people. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't talk to me. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> I'm tired of having to like, I really hate trying to meet new people and like to have small talk with them. And so it just feels like the charm of that is lost as you get older because it's, you don't need a window into the world. Yeah. yeah. I have Twitter and I hate it. You know? I, 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 I also think too, like that is, I'm constantly closing that window. That's the thing, like, I, need to, I don't need more platforms to meet people. I need to start Start deleting stuff. Yeah, you know? like I need yeah. To, I'm like an inch away from deleting my Facebook. Like yeah. it wasn't for the birthday function. Like, yeah. uh, I think part of it too is that like you, um, although as our generation, like you know, sort of millennial, like younger millennial, grows up that grew up on online video games, mm-hmm. more people are like playing video games when they're mm-hmm. older. But for the most part, you know, this stuff is mostly targeted towards younger people. And so, like, if I'm on a game that I log on that has some sort of like chat function and I turn it on for half a second, mm-hmm. it's just the most, the <laughs> like, vile things yeah. you've ever heard that's like oh, okay I, I don't have anything to talk about with you kind yeah. of thing yeah. anyway so um, but I other than online games I think a majority of the stuff that I played in like the PC setting like was um, those like those movie games like the Harry Potter games yeah. and I played tons of the Sims like that oh, was a the game Sims yeah. is just that I mean that's a game that I would I would play right now. And a know? perfect example of a game that I would think most people would agree does not translate as well to console, although you no, can play yeah, it on console totally. now. <clears throat> um, I um, have been searching for a long time to find a way to play the original Sims on the Mac because mm. it's impossible because it's of really something hard. something with the There's way like that the like legal dispute or something. It's like, it's like, it's like that and work. like some of the like hardware or software or whatever. Yeah. Like if you're on running a version of Mac that's beyond like 2011 or something like that, it's literally impossible. So you yeah. have to boot like a PC or something like that. So I've been looking for uh, forever to play that because I have such like a nostalgia yeah. for those games. Which Sims were you raised on? Sims one. I was raised one. on. Sims you were Sims 2, right? I was a Sims 2 and I was Sims 3. So yep. look at that. Wow. I played, and everyone agrees Sims 4 is like not good. I, think. I, played, I played Maybe Sims 3 people don't like it. I can't remember. I, I enjoyed it, yeah. but I also, that's the only Sims game I ever owned. So sure. it's probably. I played a lot of 2 mm-hmm. and I started to play 3 and 3 is when it got too complicated. For let me, Sims 2 is like that sweet spot for me. I played Sims 3 and it's it's okay, but Let Sims me just drop some knowledge on everyone. If you have Sims 3 and you're playing it, uh, the cheat code is Motherload. That's okay. the same one on Sims 1 and Sims Spelled 2. Baby. You're not L-O- special. No, here, I'm helping the fans out. L-O-D-E 
gets you a lot of money. Okay, so you type that in, you'll be set. You can okay. buy whatever flat screen you want for your pad. Did either of you microdose modding with that control, whatever? Sorry, oh yeah, because it would bring up the like. It looked like a like coding. Yes. Or whatever. And I'm like you can like break, <laughs> like, yeah. you can, like break the game yeah. and like. I, oh my God, did I have some fun with that. I love to make people tall, way too tall, and yeah. like make people way too small. My, oh, it's so Cheat fun. codes are a lost art, for so sure. So good. Totally. I, do you remember the ones on the pro, Tony Hawk Pro Skater? Oh, oh yeah, there codes. Was really, there's like the low gravity mode, yeah. right? Well, the, remember they sold, they sold books. Like oh, yeah. cheat codes yeah. like that you would buy at the book fair. Oh, <laughs> Instead of I, buying an actual book, I yeah. bought the I cheat code. I used to only play, and this is not PC games specifically, but I used to only play Zelda games with like a full 300 page like guide, you know? Yeah, and I would like read it outside of playing the game. Oh, like, yeah, I'm just yeah. like, oh, I, I've got two hours to kill. Let me just flip through this. I, yeah. I love those guidebooks. Yeah. And I actually, it's funny, I bought one for New Horizons. Oh, right. And I, I have. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I used to do this all the time. Yeah. Of course, now it's like, I, I used just to Google love, anything you right, need to know. Yeah. It's, it's like so easier. But there is a lot. I used to love to read. Um, this is also a really a lost art form. Um, the game manuals that would come with like oh, CDs right. well, and yeah. stuff. Game manuals used to have a lot of like original art. They used to have artwork and them and like little narrative passages and yeah. stories. Um, I think it's one of the original Zelda games. It's either like Legend of Zelda 2 or like A Link to the Past or something. Mm -hmm. It must have been one of the ones that has less story in the game, but it's like if you don't read the manual, there's no story in the game. Right. You have to read the manual to yeah. understand this is Hyrule, you know, yeah, like yeah. whatever. This is the kingdom you're playing in. And now now that stuff those. is lost behind a paywall. You have to get the yeah, special exactly. edition to get the right. like, well, because now there's all or, like this, whatever. Um, yeah, yeah, collector's edition. Type. I like that a lot of those uh, player manuals used to have note pages at the back too, where mm -hmm. you would theoretically mm -hmm. write down cheat codes. In your little notebook. I need one of those for Disco. Yeah, <laughs> that, little, like, Disco notebook. should have come with a little detective. It really yeah. had clues. Yeah. Yeah. You know what's interesting? This is like a total, I'm having like a brain blast right now. I've been really fascinated recently with um, nostalgia cycles. You know this theory about the 20 year nostalgia cycle? Uh, no. Oh, it's really interesting. It's like, um, it's just that it, all it is is just that society goes through a 20 year nostalgia cycle where when, so for example, in the 90s, there's lots of stuff like that 70s show where it's like, it's everybody's nostalgic for 20 years ago. Um, I don't remember what year Grease came out exactly, the movie, but it's like 20 years back, right, right, you know? Right. Like it's, yeah. it's oh, just- Oh yeah, all the movies at that time were like- Nostalgic. We love when everyone was more racist. Well, <laughs> um, American Graffiti too, right? It's like yeah, 1970 yeah. something, and yeah. it's like about, it takes place in the 50s, Isn't, right? Uh, I could be talking out my ass here. You guys are the movie people of the lads, <laughs> but uh, uh, Dazed and Confused? Wasn't that about the 70s came oh, out in the I, 90s? I think so. Or am I, am I, I don't way know. off? I don't know about I mean, that. But it, it's like, it's, I mean, I'm assuming the 20 is a 20 to 30 year. It's like, yeah. it just is like this thing. It just like happens a lot. And I think what's mm -hmm. interesting is that part of the reason that I think that um, tabletop role playing games have become really popular again is because we're kind of a little bit in that nostalgia cycle with mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. But also, I wonder if it has to do a little bit with this nostalgia for what we're talking about, which is like guidebooks and like yeah. tangible yeah. things. And that's what a tabletop game has that video games don't anymore because they don't make as many guidebooks yeah, outside of right. a collector's edition or manuals or what you were saying, like cheat codes. Yeah. And like, it's not as interactable in a tangible way. It's all just you and the screen. Yeah. And so I wonder how much of the resurgence of interest in tabletop 
games and also the social element of that because there's not as many massive multiplayer online mm-hmm. games. I, I think you part know what of I'm that, I think part of that, I totally think you're right. I think another part of that too is that like um, bo- as, as board games have gotten more complex yes. uh, since like the 90s, uh, you know, beyond like your monopolies and lives and stuff like that, as those have gotten more complex, there is just this like need for the most complexity, which I feel yes. like is a lot of like tabletop like RPG mm-hmm. games that which is just like, okay, Okay, well, like there's all rules and no rules, like at the mm-hmm. same well, time. Well, that's why people thing. love fifth edition so much. Yeah, quick sidebar. It's like it's just um, it's like the perfect mixture of it's like completely accessible, but for someone who's never played a tabletop game, but also complicated enough for people who are longtime fans, yeah. you know, to still have fun and everything. Yeah. Um, I I definitely played a lot of games like that that had like the cheat codes yeah. and The Sims. I really and, miss sim life is life sim games in general like just the sims um sim city mm-hmm. roller coaster tycoon zoo tycoon well, have sim elements you know yeah. just, not life just sim, an, but an unlimited yeah like just the, sandboxes, stories sandbox. yeah sandbox yeah I, I, I'm remembering now in talking about cheat codes that uh, the Zoo Tycoon mm. franchise had some very they, I wouldn't even describe them as cheat codes maybe even Easter eggs would be a better uh, a better description. But you could name your like guests in your zoo. You could change their names, yeah. and if you changed it to certain things, it would trigger some sort of event. And I remember you could, if you named uh, a, I keep want to say resident, uh, a guest Alfred H. You would have birds descend on your park and attack mm, the guests. That's cool. so yeah, cute. Really <laughs> cool. I'm sure there's a bunch of other ones, but yeah. that's one that sticks out to well, me. Well, and also what's fun about those games is the um, you know, and I mean Sims, Roller Coaster Tycoon, and Zoo Tycoon, they all have this element of like a little bit of God mode chaos where yeah. it's like you know, it's that thing in Sims where you put your sim in the pool, you take the ladders yeah. out, you know, you crash the roller coaster, why? you put the people why? in the cages with the animals, you know. Why on earth in Roller Coaster Tycoon could you pick up guests and place them in water and drown them? Like they made that a, a feature <laughs> that you yeah. could drown. Why is that possible? I think it's because of the Stanford prison experiment. <laughs> like I just, I do it I all just the time. That it's like those games, even the people designing them, it's like the pension for unmitigated, just like, I am a god. Yeah. Like, the aerial view of it all is I, so, like... I, I'm gonna it's trigger... Like it's captivating. It's I'm gonna addictive. trigger a background check onto myself here, but I would go through my park and any of... I'd, like, cycle my guests by yeah. their happiness and any of the yes. off guests. Yeah. Just call the herd. You I know? mean, well, and that's a... a that is, <laughs> this isn't a cheat code, but that was a thing that people would say to do if you're... If whatever your park... If they're like, oh, people don't enjoy your park, yeah. you kill all the ones that are unhappy, and then all of a sudden you're rating goes away up and you can like beat the game that way. I I think like, you know, if you ask someone who is like probably like us in a way that played Roller Coaster Tycoon but does not play it now or doesn't play any, even any video games or whatever, like the first thing they're going to say is like, oh yeah, you could like, as they're on the roller coaster, cut the track and like have them fly into the water or something. And that is just like such a... um, I mean, that's like we're talking about that game now, and that's like the first one of the first things that we go to, right? Like, it's such a well, it's like, do you remember that? that. um, I think it was a phone game, um, that game Pocket God. Oh, oh, I was li- yeah. I I was I thought that, and I didn't say anything. Yeah. I was like, no one played. That. No, like <laughs> that's, that's a game again. Yeah. That's a game that yeah. understood. Yeah. It, that game is all about just torture. Like, that was like you know, an early like app I'll, store. I'll do you like, one game better. Did you ever play? Inter- I think it's called Interactive Buddy. 
It was one of those flash oh, games. Yeah. Oh my god! Whoa. Yeah, okay, what? that game. Okay, you interactive buddy, little gray blob. Yeah, like a rag so doll. Rag doll, like mm. gray blob. The only thing to do in that game was to beat the shit out of this thing with like you could like light it on fire, you right, could drop right. grenades, you could punch it like. And I would I distinctly remember uh, going to work with my mom every so often. I have to go to work with my mom like the, it was a day off school and she yeah. didn't take off. Um, and I used to really love those days because one, because I probably was getting Taco Bell for lunch yeah. and two, because I could sit on the computer yeah. all day and my mom wouldn't say anything about yeah. it because right. it just, she's just happy to not have to deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. Contained. And I eventually would play uh, RuneScape all day long. It was yeah. one of my favorite things to do, but I originally played those little mini flash games. I think flash are the, the yeah. term for it. And interactive buddy was one that I kept going back to. No story, no purpose. No, that, that's something I would say. Like I know I said, like oh, I stopped playing games on like you know uh, PC mm -hmm. prior, or, like after the Xbox. But even beyond that, I definitely still played like flash games on the computer. Yeah, well mm -hmm. into the point where like my purchases yeah. were like only for console. But I well definitely beyond. remember playing a lot of games like that too. That were how you know flash games like housed online you know yeah. um like did you guys ever play like tower defense type games loved yeah. uh, balloons i was gonna did say balloons balloons, and balloons yeah. was my oh man i mean talk about getting lost in the sauce on that one just like <laughs> I, as far as i could possibly go i think I mean, a lot of those type of games just moved mobile yeah, yeah right like, I, I really yeah. feel like mobile games in many ways is like the it's like the evolution of it. Yeah. I, I played Bloons Tower Defense as early as like yeah. last year on, on my phone. <laughs> I would play Bloons again for sure. Yeah, <laughs> that's a really fun game. You can, you can download it. That's a good game. That would be a good game to sit and play. <laughs> it was like strategize. <laughs> like, okay, well, I'm going to put this monkey here. That'd be fun. Have a whole lads night dedicated to just Flash games? Doing like little uh, games on your phone? Yeah. yeah. Ooh, write that down. There is the, uh, <laughs> Producer, make sure you're writing that down. <laughs> One day. There, there, is, there is like a TikTok I saw that was like, uh, there was this like uh, person, she was like, my boyfriend's playing this monkey game and says that he's winning and he, she shows up the phone and it's just like chaos on screen because it's just like at the end, I think he's winning his monkey game. <laughs> and I was like, yep, that's, yep, that's, 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 it, yeah. that's, that's what the game is. Uh, you know what is the sad thing about some of these PC games like Roller Coaster Tycoon is I remember there are there are amusement parks that I built on my Roller Coaster Tycoon game that I'm like, I wish I could see it. Yeah. I wish I could open up that game again and see the park because I, there are some that are like beautiful. I, I made a park and I might have even made it with you. We definitely did um, that a lot over the summers where we would sit down sit down together and yeah. make a park and be okay, like okay you yeah. build a ride now does, I'll build a ride. Does this sound familiar to you then uh making a park based on Legend of Zelda? Um yes. Okay, so either but, either I did that alone or I did it or maybe we both did it independently. Well, I was going to say do you remember the one that we built that was based on our fantasy world that we created as kids but now Oh my god, Torque. Yeah. There. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, podcasting is a visual medium. Robert is like gritting his teeth. Like, <laughs> cringy, embarrassing. No, but no, that's no, all. We, I, I love watching this happen. So Jimmy's parents, as kids, uh, we had, they, I mean, still live in that house. They yeah. have an awesome backyard. And when we were kids, we used to like run around and like be like, okay, this is this land, this is this area, mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. And we made, and then we went into Roller Coaster Tycoon and made a park yeah. as if. 
as if that world we created was like a piece of IP, like yeah. Lord of the Rings. It's, it's like, oh, this is like the Lord of the Rings theme park. It was so, funny. so good. It's either for that Torque roller coaster tycoon park or for the Legend of Zelda. And I'm mixing my memories up yeah. here, but it doesn't really matter. I remember building one of those two parks and building all the different lands. This is Goblin Land, this is whatever land, and waiting to unlock the castle scenery yeah. in your park. And uh, I think- That was definitely the Zelda one. I think how it worked is that certain uh, starting parks, you would only ever be able to get certain sets of scenery. Like it was yeah. locked to the yeah. map, so to speak. Exactly. And we waited and waited. Never, you couldn't unlock the castle scenery yeah. for that. So like we built this essentially like medieval world and then like <laughs> put hours into it. And it was like, one of these days our researchers are gonna give us castle scenery. Nope. Never happened. Tragedy. Yeah. I really like that nowadays if you play, because I, I don't know if they made a fourth one, but the third one when it went 3D. Yeah, it didn't. I, I, I don't fuck with that one as much as I did with Roller Coaster Tycoon 1 and 2. Yeah. But what I did appreciate about that one is that they sort of leaned into the sandbox element of it a little bit mm -hmm. because there is a mode you can play that's just like unlimited money, unlimited whatever. And it's yeah. like, I don't think the first one anyway had that. It was always there. You were behold. There were like cheat codes, and you were yeah. beholden, but you were still beholden to money. <laughs> I also remember in those roller coaster tycoon two games, um, not understanding money, and yeah. I discovered though that you could take a loan. And in yes. my mind, I'm like, oh, I just press this plus button uh, and I get tens of thousands of more dollars and I'd fucking max out my loan, not understanding that you had to pay that back yeah. eventually to be well, the Well, that's capitalism, baby. Yeah. <laughs> like that's that's just real life. God, that understand. game is so good. I think, is amazing. I think like something that I'm thinking about as we are chatting about this is like the games that we're talking about. Um, are so specifically designed for a PC yeah. and like do not work on any other medium. Mm -hmm. And I think part of the reason why I like stopped playing PC games and started playing console games is that it felt like games were now designed for consoles, yeah. right? And that yeah. nowadays, if you're talking about PC gaming, for the most part, you're talking about getting better performance on the games that already exist. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Versus being like, I'm going to play a game that's like specific to PC. Yeah. You know what I mean? And part of that's probably just because the like, if you don't make a game for console, you're probably missing out a shit ton of people, yeah, like yeah. in terms of like market, like share well, or it's whatever. Also interesting, because I'm definitely remembering or having some sense memories of there was a time where the PC games, it was like this ran really well on a PC and it wouldn't work on a console. And it was great. And then there yeah. were once they went cross platform it would feel like I definitely remember playing Harry Potter the third one on a computer but it was designed for a console mm. all of a sudden yeah. and it didn't run well on my parents computer room PC and that's when I fell off because yeah. it's like now there's been this shift where this game doesn't work on my PC. Well, there's definitely a moment where the games started to get so in-depth and graphically yes. uh, you know, advanced that they couldn't play on the family computer. Exactly. And so it forced a switch uh, to a console because yeah. chances are by the time that switch happened for our age range, we already had a console. Yeah. yeah. Whereas like all these earlier games that we're talking about, of course we were playing them because you could run all of them right. on the standard computer in the living room. Yeah, I think like now it's just really like a preference more than anything mm -hmm. in a lot of ways when you're talking about PC versus like console. Like obviously PC is gonna be more power or it can be more powerful if you mm -hmm. want it to be, yeah. if you want to spend the money. Um, but like you can hook up your controller to any PC. You can hook up a yeah. mouse and keyboard to your PlayStation if you wanted to and do stuff like that. Like there's a lot of things you can do. So it's really just at this point, it's preference, right? Right, well, and especially now that cross play is such a big, big thing on like, you know, games like Fortnite and, 
these online shooter games and whatever, it's like now it also becomes this issue of like if you're trying to compete for whatever reason, like you got to right. play on a PC, you yeah. know, because the console will never keep up as well or whatever. Yeah. And but it just feels like you know something like Disco. I'm I'm bummed that at this point I don't have like a PC to play on because. Um, it seems like it was designed for that, yeah, right? Yeah. And and so having I, that not, flexibility is. Yeah, I I feel like there is a way for them. There would have been a way for them to maybe fix the controls a little bit. Yeah. I do. I think they did a pretty good job, but you're right. It just is like it's a port. Yeah. It's yeah. a port. You know, no, no, no. Not, I, yeah, I don't know. What, I don't need like it's lame to present a problem. No, I know what you mean. But like it's so clear that they were like, okay, now we're gonna put this on like a console. So like, what do we do? Right. Mm -hmm. and, Ultimately, and they I'm did a, the best they could. I'm, I'm sure. a big proponent of like, even though I understand that there will always be games that are exclusives to certain systems. You know, I really, I we've talked about this a little. I think we talked about this during our state of play episode. But I was so bummed when I was hearing all this cool stuff about Tunic, and just seeing that it was on Xbox. I'm like, well. I guess I'll never play it, you know? Yeah. And then when they announced, I'm like, oh, thank God, you know? I'm just so much more a proponent of, like, try to put it as on as many places as you can. So even if it's a little clunky, mm -hmm. I'm really glad that I can play Disco on my console. To, yeah. to like, Microsoft's credit, that's something they do really well, is pretty much every game that's on Xbox is going to be on PC. I yeah, mean, no. I almost think every game. I, I don't know, I'm not 100% sure. sure. But now like, that you're able to attach the controller, you don't have to worry about, like, mapping controls to a weird setup yeah, anymore. Yeah. You, like, and that, that could be, that's a part of that's a product of their marketing of Game Pass, which, like, it could be the death of video games <laughs> down the line just because it's like there's no way you should be able to play all those games and not pay for them <laughs> like but but like you know maybe it's like a streaming bubble i've been thinking about that kind of maybe where it's like i mean this again i still find this netflix thing so hilarious <laughs> and i just feel like i wonder if there's there will be a reckoning at some point because i actually mm. think that the playstation model feels smart with totally. the with the monthly game and then the backlog, you know, like that feels like the right yeah. balance of this kind of thing. But yeah, Game Pass just feels like a. It feels very like too big to fail. Accessibility. I don't know. I really. It's, uh, it's yeah. super. It's so super early to tell and to like where mm -hmm. that's gonna head because it's such a unique thing. Yeah. Um, even <laughs> like on a like if you're not playing like Xbox or like, I think they're called like PC game pass is like what they call it. Sure. Um, like Steam's thing again, it's the same, the regular model, like where dis there's discounts on games you can get, but you have to purchase the game. So it's really early to tell. It feels like PlayStation is moving in that direction. Nintendo will not touch that with no. it. <laughs> well, I mean, kind of with the, um, online they, they tried yeah they try with but that it's only, it's basically only a backlog. It's only retro. It's, it's only yeah. retro games. I, I mean, I think I saw that maybe one of you guys liked this tweet that was like, um, it's like someone with a gaming PC and it's like, I get like 12,000 frames per second or whatever. And like this modification and this Ram and whatever. And then it's like Nintendo users, 30 frames per second is more than enough. You know, <laughs> and it, it's just like, that's Nintendo is just on its own yeah. Island. Nobody's complaining because it just is Nintendo and they have all the IP that you want. So yeah. something I do matter, like, but. and I think that's because I, probably prefer PlayStation and Nintendo's property over Xbox. But I yeah. do like the fact that like, if you are like a, a gamer that wants to have everything at your disposal, 
you shouldn't have an Xbox. You should have a PC, you yeah. should have a PlayStation and a Switch. And you, you can everything. do anything. Everything. Right? Yeah. Like yeah. there's no I like <laughs> I don't really think there's any reason to physically own an Xbox. Yeah. At this yeah. point, unless you don't like Oh uh, Robert, this episode is sponsored by my oh, <laughs> <laughs> Unless you want a great gaming no experience with all your friends. <laughs> what well, is interesting that you said that because now that I'm thinking about it, other than like what Halo, like what is an Xbox IP that's like exclusive? Well, right. That's that's the that's what people say. Um, there are, there's a handful of stuff. I'm not in that world. Mm-hmm. I used to be an Xbox person. I'm only recently, so like at the end of PlayStation 4's era is when I switched over. Right. But like, I was only an Xbox person. I played, but uh, like thinking back, there's not too many games other than like Halo that were like exclusive to. Now that they bought Bethesda and yeah, all these that different, makes like, a big that is going to have a huge impact. I think yeah. going forward. But yeah. for the most part, like I feel like. Yeah, like having the Xbox on its own, if you're like want a console experience, seems weird when you yeah. could just get a PC, you know, for the I same would price. Definitely sooner. At this point now, between having a Switch and a PlayStation, I would only ever get add one more thing, which would be a PC. Yeah, I would not ever buy an Xbox. No. I think no. at this point, and that and mostly but because I, I don't have a surface to put it on. <laughs> but I think, but I think, like I, that, I'm not saying that this the console is like bad or anything like that it's the way that they've designed their model which is that it's available on pc and like most people need a computer right Mm -hmm. to some extent so if you're gonna have a computer you can have all of basically all of like xbox's catalog so they've almost like buried like a their own grade yeah, to cannibalize their, their own uh, gaming market. Yeah, it's, yeah, Xbox isn't going anywhere. I, but I, mean, I think it's like still... where does vertical integration stop and cannibalizing and yeah. an, an, Ouroboros, an Ouroboros like yeah. snake eating yeah. itself. Like, I think Xbox sales numbers are more than the PS5 right at this point. But I, I don't I, know. Actually, but I think yeah. that's partially because of availability of units. Yeah. Place like you can get an Xbox yeah. right now. You cannot get a PlayStation. Yeah. Can you still not get a PS5? Not really. Yeah, that Horizon it's, bundle. It, I mean, I feel like the it's, that was gone it's like gone. thirty minutes after I said that. <laughs> I, I feel told like you that um Jack, the other Jack, got, got one, one finally, right? Yeah. yeah. I feel like with the PlayStation stuff, like if you really wanted one, you can get it. Like you just yeah. find a couple things, turn on notifications, you're probably fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the average person who's not <laughs> terminally online, like you, if you just like oh Google PlayStation Five at Target, you're you're out. I feel really yeah. bad for like I feel like. Well, I don't know. I'd actually be curious to ask my parents about this when, like, they were buying consoles. I'm like, how hard was it? Oh, I no, remember with the Wii. The Wii was the Wii. I, I remember oh. that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> my mom had to uh, get her coworker, kind of her boss, and this this man was like the the typical like rich person in that very yeah. very nice person. I'm not trying to trash talk, but like no, the, all rich people are bad. That's <laughs> rich people say that's okay. Yeah. We're playing disco Elysium. We get it. <laughs> the typical um, typical rich person where yes. like. If my mom needed to get some sort of scarce item, she went through him and he sent his people out and right. got a Wii. Without that connection, probably wouldn't have gotten a Wii. I am really grateful as like an assistant um, or someone who's worked as an assistant in like Hollywood for a while. Like I never, both of my bosses that I've had um, either didn't have kids or had really little kids, mm-hmm. but I've heard stories of assistants. assistants having to like be on these boards for like a, a whatever, a Wii, yeah. a Wii U, a Switch for their boss's children. Yeah. And it's like that, I'm sure it was like a similar situation. Yeah, I remember my mom um, sitting me down 
that like Christmas season and essentially telling me like, Jimmy, you gotta cool your jets on this. Like, I there are no guarantees. Yeah. You know, I think that was post Santa Claus. So like there yeah. was no, which thank God for them. If there was yeah. a Santa Claus and Santa Claus didn't deliver, they would have had some explaining to do. But, <laughs> yeah. I, but I remember her saying like, don't get your hopes up because it might not happen. Can I, t- can I say a really like sad story about the Wii? Sure. In relation to this. Yeah. Like, yes. I mean, maybe it's like sad to me. It still makes me really sad. Well, I'm really the only thing I'm disturbed by is the look of glee on your face as you say, can I tell a sad no, story? It's, you know, it's not a look, look just, of holding back tears. I just like, I just yeah, like, are you gonna cry? I just, I just like remembered this as you mentioned Cause yeah, the Wii thing was like huge. Like that was, was a big deal. Cause everyone wanted one. So, um, at the time, my parents, I think, had sort of recently just split up and got divorced. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my dad um, got me a uh, a Wii. He ended mm-hmm. up finding one somehow. Uh, and I and I had the Wii at my dad's house. And it was just this, like, time period for me personally where I, like, didn't want to tell my mom the good things that happened oh, in my no. dad's house because I didn't want her to feel bad. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And yeah. I was like, I was like, I was like, yep, it was fine. Or rather, instead of being like, oh my god, it was like the best thing ever because he was just sort of like a like I went on the weekends, right? Like yeah, just because right. of the kids. So, um, so he got me the Wii. I had one time, and then my mom for Christmas got me the Wii, and I remember her telling me she was like. I had your grandma like went out to the store on Black Friday and like did all this thing and shipped it from Florida here to California. And here it is for you. And I was like, thank you so much. mom!" (laughs) And she and she found out that she already had one. And the truth, the real truth is I was so like I didn't obviously need a second one. I could have just been like, mommy got me one and like moved it back and forth. But the truth is I was so happy because I was like, okay, now I can play it. At like yeah. both like houses yeah. or whatever. So I genuinely was excited, but she was like, you hate this. You've already had it. You're burnt yeah. out or whatever. And so it was That's like, oh God. Such like a what, is, what is with you in getting highly sought after consoles and duos? In duos. Yeah. Like, you're just, if you, if you need a console, reach out to Lad Roberts. Yeah. Seriously. Could, like you up. Uh, I would love, um, maybe if we're thinking of winding down yeah. here, to, to perhaps to close things out with I just any nap, so any yeah. <laughs> any final um, PC memories that you might have or PC game memory. I'm happy to start if you guys need a second. Yeah, to yeah, start. Go um, I've got two that come to mind. Um, I remember in playing The Sims, and we're talking about The Sims yeah. and playing um, with cheat codes and stuff. Yeah. There were certain cheat codes. Uh, that would allow you to manually adjust your uh, sim like need and want yes. uh, yeah. measures, like bathroom, food, hunger. Mm-hmm. And I uh, I created a character with the um, only goal being to get a level ten. It was like one through ten or whatever on your skills. A level ten with music because uh, I'd never done that in my Sims right. playthroughs and I really wanted to see what would happen if you got to level 10. And so to help me with that, I used those cheats to adjust my needs and wants. So right. all my Sim had to do was sit there and strum the guitar yeah. in Central <laughs> Park. And every time he had to pee, I would just take that little uh, yeah. you know yeah. bar and, and shove it back down. He was hungry, I'd shove it back down. <laughs> so I did that. I don't remember how long it took me. It was like an afternoon, so it wasn't that long. Maybe yeah. an hour or so of like waiting and using the fast forward button to have him strum. Getting up there, probably somewhere in the eight to 10 level. I'm getting close. And at that point, I'm also getting a little bored because I've just been watching him sit there for a few hours. And in my boredom, I started like 
playing around with the little, uh, you know, need and want bars. And I think I started with bathroom and I'm like, what happens if I put it at like max out? And so I put it at max out. And of course my sim peed himself. Yeah, right. And he was very embarrassed. And I think he had like a negative emotional effect because he was embarrassed. He peed himself in public. I'm like, haha, that's hilarious. Like what will happen if, uh, uh, you know, you go without uh, or max out on your hunger or whatever. And so I did that and he fucking died. <laughs> he starved <laughs> that, that to death. That makes sense. Yep. And what was so funny is that he died uh, immediately. So all of those levels that I had grinded out just down the yep. shitter, uh, he became a ghost. And then the Grim Reaper showed up yeah. and offered, he like, oh, I'll play you a game of chess. And if you beat the Grim Reaper, I'll keep you alive. You can yep. continue to live. And chess was the logic skill and I had zero out of 10 uh, in logic because I only uh, focused yep. on music uh, and that sim died. And I never figured out what happens when you get to 10 out of 10 on music. Uh, and get in the comments if you, if you know <laughs> yeah. what happened. Oh, that's the, that's, a, that's was, sadder than Robert's story. I know. <laughs> it really, it really is. <laughs> um, a Bergman reference in the Sims game. I don't know if I... Yeah. Because um, <laughs> that's the seventh, seventh seal. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think a really fond memory I have with PC gaming is playing RuneScape. Mm-hmm. And there was a friend that lived right next door to me that we would play online together and we would do quests or go on like boss hunts. Or, I think I've actually told both of you this story already before, but um, we we played this game a lot and there were some times where we would be doing something and the chat just was not enough to (laughs) express our excitement so we would run to our bathrooms (laughs) and pull down the window and scream (laughs) across the houses oh my god did you like and scream at that and i just remember that was like that felt to me like such a a positive like experience and like I really felt like because like co-op gets thrown around a lot and like cooperative that felt cooperative yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. not co-op yeah. cooperative oh and like God. it felt like really like I had achieved yeah um something that's, um that's so heartwarming after these two sad stories yeah yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's amazing I mean that's uh, not to like get on a soapbox, but that's what video games can do, right? Totally. Like you're, yeah, 100%. you're hanging out together, playing together. Oh man, those types of memories are are so nice. I, I think a, I think a game should make you feel something. It can mean it can be many different things, but like any game is a failure yeah. if it doesn't make you feel something. Yeah. There's not a specific one that I'm looking for all the time. Yeah. But like all of these games that we're talking about. Like maybe I wouldn't get the same effect right now. I know where like nostalgia is, like plays a big mm-hmm. impact here. But when I was playing them, I felt something. Yeah, and that's super great. Totally. Yeah. God, I am. I'm sort of struggling to come up with any particular memory that feels like just as like singular as both of these. But yeah, sorry. No, 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 no. Oh, I, I will say that like. I think just to reiterate my point that I made earlier, what I really remember about my PC gaming days is that feeling of basically summer vacation and I'd wake up and like sit at the computer and like play a game from like morning to night. (laughs) And like, I really, I just feel like as we, again, speaking to nostalgia, just like as we all age, like I just feel like I don't have the same capacity for that kind of thing anymore. I really just do get restless and like, right. I was talking about with disco, like I got stuck and I kind of was like, it was like 10 o'clock and I was like, you know what? I'd rather put this down and get a good night's sleep, you know, mm-hmm. whereas, but I feel like as a kid, I would have been like, 
no, I'm going all the way. Like, yeah. you know, I'm going to stay up as late yeah. as I possibly can. And I, I would love to play more PC games and try to recapture some mm-hmm. of that joy. Because I feel like that is something that even with the amount of amazing console games that I've played since then, I'm still, I, I, I definitely remember PC gaming having a really special place for me because it really was like, oh yeah, like gaming is a problem for me. <laughs> and unless it is controlled, it will, it will be, I it will let it run free and it will consume me. Yeah. I really think it's just that a lot of the games have that sort of like endless sandbox kind yeah, of like yeah. element to it for sure. Well, Civilization, which is a game that I do still play right. now on console, which I actually do think on, on Switch it can be tough, but if you ever got a sale of it, I would really recommend putting it on your PlayStation because it runs really smoothly mm-hmm. and it captures that one more turn. Okay, one more turn. Okay, one more. Oh, well, one more. You know, I, I could do one more, you know, <laughs> and just like keep going, keep yeah. going. And it really, I mean, that's talk about a game that I had to put down willfully because I'm like, I can't, I will, I will never leave this room, you know? So I, that is my, it's not so much a specific memory, but I just wanted to express like, that is what I love about a good yeah. PC yeah, game is absolutely. that feeling of like endless scroll. <laughs> If, if any of you listening um, have uh, resonated with like any of the games that we've talked about or have maybe like your own that you experienced, we would love to hear about them. Um, yeah, but if there's, I mean, suggestions yeah. would be great, honestly. Like, because yeah. I feel like a lot of the games we talked about are like more nostalgia based. Yeah. So like, if you've got some new games that we could play, like, that'd be great. That would be totally. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, and you, you had said in the previous podcast that there was a game you were like searching for, right? Oh, right, yes, I should say, to maybe to close this out, if you listen to our Lego Star Wars episode, we went on a philosophical dirge <laughs> where, we're to, where we were trying to discover, I was asking if there was a game that felt like it is just donuts for dinner, you know, it is lighthearted, it is fun, it is silly, it has no impact on me beyond after I play it, like I'm not thinking about it all the time, but I would play it again, and it's The Sims. Which yeah. is a PC game, and that Perfect. playing The Sims as a teenager in college, even a little bit, like that is a game that I just find endlessly addictive. So you can rest easy now, fans, because <laughs> we we did find a game. The moral of the story is there is a place in the world for donuts for dinner games. <laughs> Absolutely, cool. and in in the comments of the Instagram post that will announce this, please let us know your first draft selection for your backyard baseball team. And, and if it doesn't it, include Pablo, why? Yeah. yeah, if it doesn't have Pablo, we don't want to hear it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, not, it's not a roster. Who's the worth best backyard at? baseball player, and why is it Pablo? <laughs> that would be a fun bracket. <laughs> it's like backyard but baseball. Pablo is so. Oh gosh. Well, we we'll just it. put Pablo in the winner spot, but we'll work backwards. Okay. okay <laughs> See who challenges Pablo. <laughs> Who's the second wins. place? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was the second best backyard baseball player. <laughs> Much better than the professional uh, players that I were forgot in to backyard tell you guys yeah. after we had that conversation about backyard baseball, I just YouTubed some gameplay. Yes, I yes. just wanted to watch yeah. some, just like, and I was like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's a good lineup. Yeah. I was like, that's a good lineup. Yeah, I definitely put him on third base. I, I, <laughs> Oh, Pablo's got arm. Yeah, I was really like announcing it like a sportscaster. Well, I forgot about those kids who are the the announcers in that game, and I was like, oh my god, like I missed the charm of something like that's so cute. Yeah, 
Yeah, I always really loved building my own team, like logo and colors. Yes, oh, yeah, because I was God. watching the yeah. player. The it was like um, there's I think it's called like long plays or something. It's like mm-hmm. they, do yeah. the, they do it where it's like really slow and takes you through all the menus and everything. And I was just like, I mean, it's like ASMR. I was like watching it going to bed, just like <laughs> fall asleep, <laughs> just like, <laughs> and it's like, and here's the pitch. <laughs> just like go, it's just like my eyes are just slowly closing. He's hitting the juice box hard these days. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody had his gram crackers. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Lads Who Pod. If you're interested in keeping up with the lads, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Lads Who Game. And if you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts, give us a rating, and tell your friends. Thank you.